Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Disney Marvels, the podcast about Disney, Lucas, Marvel, and so many other things about the Disney Company. If it's about Disney, it's fair game. This is the sh- episode for week of May 20th, 2018. This is show number five. I'll be your host, Matthew Graken. On to the news. Lucasfilm has confirmed that a Lando movie is now in the works to receive top priority. This comes out of the executive's mouths, and we shall see what this means. It does not mean that will be the next project, but it will become one of the forefront projects that they are working to develop. Disney World has filed permits to expand the land pad used for the Tron Coaster. Basically, they're looking to move some of the water retention areas that they have in that area elsewhere to give them more land to work with. Does this mean a bigger coaster? Does this mean other things back there? We shall see. Season 2 of Milo Murphy's Law was supposed to be taking place with Phineas and Ferb in its Season 2 opener. They, these two shows do exist in the same universe and are created by the same two creators, so it's only natural that at some point they run into each other. Avengers Infinity War has now become the fourth highest grossing movie of all time, surpassing the 1.8 billion mark. That's B, billion with a B. And still growing strong. Is it, they, it is on track to cross the $2 billion mark at this point. So it is catching up. Only uh, Avatar, Titanic, and The Force Awakens are standing in its way of that number one spot. Captain Marvel has been given the release date of March 6, 2019. So we do not have to wait too much longer, less than a year, until we find out about Captain Marvel and her adventures and how she becomes an integral part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Speaking of which, Avengers 4 is expected to come out in May 3rd, 2019. But as with the Infinity War, it is quite possible that possible that may change. On to the rumors. Hugh Jackman has reported... Uh, has been heavily rumored to make an appearance into Avengers 4. Supposedly, uh, this is on the heels of an interview with Sebastian Stan saying that he was recently talking to Hugh Jackman and cannot say anything more, otherwise he will get in trouble. And supposedly there's pictures of him rumored on set in Georgia. We shall see. Avengers of Fame War is also rumored to be out on digital download towards the end of July, Blu-ray toward beginning at the end of July, beginning of August. Both Best Buy and Target will have exclusive offers. Best Buy will offer a tin case with a 3-disc, which would be a 4K ultra-high definition, Blu-ray, standard Blu-ray, and an undisclosed 3rd disc at this time. Target will be offering a 40-page making-of book in their copy. 
Now, on with the show. In a galaxy far, far away lives a smuggler. A smuggler we have come to know as Han Solo. I remember as a little boy watching the Star Wars movies on VHS many, 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 many times over to the point that my mother was sick of them. But the one character that I personally connected with, everyone wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke Skywalker is the Jedi, he's got the lightsaber, and admittedly, that is really cool. And why wouldn't you want to be Luke Skywalker? But I connected more with Han Solo. Don't ask me why. I think really what comes to mind is the scene on the Death Star where Solo and Chewbacca are screaming, yelling down the hallways chasing after some stormtroopers until he runs into a a crowd of stormtroopers and starts screaming and running the other direction. I was very young and I found this very entertaining. But that was that was then and Solo's journey has come much further now than it was at that point and until we've come to his the end of Solo's story. What I'm talking about now is because this Friday, Han Solo, or Solo, the origin story now, or what is now going to be the orange origin story, will be coming into theaters. On May 25th, uh, 1971, the original Star Wars movie, what has now become Star Wars A New Hope Episode 4, was released. 41 years later, Solo. A Star Wars story will be released on the same date, the actual Star Wars Day, not the, the May the 4th that everyone always goes on about, but I understand that. Originally, this movie was commissioned and given into the hands of the director duel of Philip Lord and Christopher Miller. These guys did the are known for the Lego movies, Son of Zorn, 22 Jump Street, and their credits go on and on, and it's quite remarkable for what they have achieved. But apparently, as time has shown us, as they were working on this project, it kind of fell out of hand. Um, there was some apparently some uh, disagreements between them and the producers and how they were handling things. And from what the rumors have to say is that the time management on the movie was quite um, not up to snuff with the Lucas Industries uh, method of making a movie. And again, looking back at Lord and Miller's credits, they're not, this isn't their kind of movie. It's not in their usual wheelhouse. Not saying that they could have done a great job with it, it's just not how it worked out. So, long behold, Ron Miller was uh, uh, Ron Howard. I apologize, not, not Ron Miller. Ron Howard was called up, and amazingly accepted the job. This is not the first time he was offered to uh, do a Star Wars movie, 
the first one, I believe, was the episode one, The Phantom Menace, which he, he turned down. He must have read the script. But looking at this script, he took on the role, he accepted the role of director, and wheeled the movie back into order. Um, just so it's clear, a lot of people say, oh, well, he completely redid the movie. It's a whole, totally different movie than what Lord and Miller were originally creating. And that's not true. The script is the same. Ron Howard did not touch the script. He actually loved the script. He did reshoot most of the movie into a slightly more condensed vision or a more linear vision, uh, something that, well, we have yet to see because I haven't seen the movie yet. If you have, please you know, let us know how it all turns out. Uh, I, as of this point in time of this recording, I have not seen the movie. But getting back to Ron Howard, his vision was to was more in line of what Lucas want the Lucas industry wanted. So that's how he got on board. Now, again, I'm just going to be talking about Solo himself because, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. Most of the reviews have been, a lot of the reviews have been very positive. So we shall see. The initial scuttlebug was that this movie was a train wreck. Uh, and I guess at one point in time it was considered a train wreck. Things got straightened up, reshots were done, new sets were built, costumes were worn again, and we have a new movie, or a actual movie. Some of my speculation what I hope we'll see in this movie is, I mean, obviously it's going to be Han Solo's backstory, but what kind of backstory are they going with? Now, if you go into what is considered the legacy books, which were the original uh, original Star Wars books, which were at one time canon, after the Disney buyout, they've been kind of put to the side. They haven't been completely disemboweled, but they've lost their uh, canon uh, canon rights as it were but uh solo han solo himself he was trillion he was on a he was a pickpocket and kind of just this little thief running around and then he joined well there was nothing else to do he joined the imperial navy he worked for the empire he was one of the bad guys apparently he did pretty good at this for a while until one day he was told to attack this ship and kill horribly kill everybody aboard this was a wookie ship that so for whatever reason han solo decided no i am not going to attack this ship and he spared the lives of everybody particularly chewbacca and this is where chewbacca enters into the story that's how they supposedly first met there's a death march han solo saved him from it Chewie swears a life debt to Solo, and, well, the rest is history. Um, obviously, Han Solo loses his commission, he gets drummed out of the Navy, and uh, he goes off and becomes a smuggler, meets Lando Calrissian, plays a game of cards, and wins a spaceship. Now, granted, in my mind, he probably cheated, because, well, he is a smuggler, and why not? That would fit his character. But that's just speculation. That There's no proof of that. And their adventures continue until they inevitably are on 
in a small cantina drinking some blue milk and run into a gentleman in robes, a beard, and a lightsaber with some teenage whiny boy. How much of this will I get to see and what do they keep? What do they change? What is completely rewritten? We shall find out. But I believe this movie will be, if anything, entertaining. And as Disney executives actually have already stated, this will not be the last time that we see Solo or a Solo movie. Um, as I mentioned in the news, they are already considering, heavily considering a Lando Carissian movie as a spin-off. But in addition to that, they also stated there's a lot more stories that they want to touch on with Han Solo. The one hiccup to that, and you know, the one little caveat, is how well does this first movie do? If Solo does well, obviously we will see more. Now, it sounds like the executives are more than thrilled with Danny Glover's portrayal of Lando Calrissian, so that's where they're going with the uh, the Lando Calrissian movie. Okay, we got this great actor, you know, taking over for Billy D. Williams, and let's run with it. Solo itself, we shall see. I mean, if it does well, you know there will be a sequel. Unlike Rogue One, where, well, at the end, you can't exactly make a sequel off of that movie. But can you? It'd be a completely different cast, but there was a second Death Star. They did get the plans for a second Death Star. And I think, actually, personally, that would be a very interesting movie as well. Because, as the Emperor said, the, these plans were deliberately handed over to the rebels because he knew they would come try to destroy it thinking that the the Death Star itself wasn't complete which we now know it was and he figured that's how he was going to win out obviously things happened a little differently than the Empire foresaw thank goodness well these were the good guys so how are we how are we going to perceive these spin-off movies? This is something that a lot of... Originally, it was just going to be a few. Now, after Rogue One did well, if Solo does well, I guarantee there's going to be a lot more. Again, money talks. And not saying that's a bad thing. It gives us more Star Wars. I mean, considering that we're now getting a Star Wars movie of one form or fashion or another every year. And a lot of people say, well, that's that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not what the original, what Star Wars is, gonna, is supposed to be. We, we're not supposed to have that much Star Wars. Lucas originally, himself, himself originally, when he was filming the original trilogy wanted to make a Star Wars movie every couple of years. We would be going 9, 10, 12, 15 movie of Star Wars. So, for the people who say this is not how Star Wars is supposed to be, this is exactly how Star Wars was supposed to be. And Disney, they've, they've pretty much already said Star Wars with this new cast... The new this new batch of Star Wars movies is not a trilogy. It will not end with episode 9. It will keep going. 
Why? Why not? There is a lot more story that they can tell. They've there is a such a vast universe and such vast amounts of different things that can happen, possibilities, cast characters. Why should it stop there? And as a Star Wars fan, why would I want it to stop there? So for these solo movies, pun intended, but for these Star Wars movies, or Star Wars stories that are not part of the trilogies, not part of Star Wars proper, but are side stories, bring them on. I am ready to see. I, I enjoyed Rogue One. I love the ending of Rogue One, not not the 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 proper ending, but how they they tied it in beautifully to the the original movie. I'm not expecting that out of Solo, but I am expecting something that I'm going to sit there with my family and enjoy a movie of a character that as a little boy that's who I wanted to be. That was my my future. I wanted to be Han Solo. Now granted seeing what happens to Han Solo eh, maybe not exactly the future I'm going for. Um, I do not want my son to be running around with a helmet throwing a tantrum and beating up computers with a lightsaber in his fist. Just call it a personal preference. I expect something better from him. But the five-year-old in me is more than thrilled of seeing more Han Solo, younger Han Solo, and just getting more of his story. Have you seen Solo yet? Please let me know. Put it out in the comments. Join join us on the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Let us know what you what did you think of the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you expecting out of this movie? What kind of expectations are you holding to this movie? You could also email the show. DisneyMarvels at gmail.com Please, let me know what you think. I personally, like I said, I'm excited for it. I'm not expecting a life-changing movie. I'm not expecting something that's going to review a whole new side of the Star Wars universe. I am expecting a movie that I'm going to enjoy. And I think that's the best way to go into it. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. I know your time is very valuable, and I appreciate every moment that you can give to me. Again, join us on the Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Again, facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Feel free to email the show as well. Email us any suggestions that you have, any topic ideas, any news, any rumors that you would like read out on the show. That is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Again, the email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. I want to end this episode on a Star with a Star Wars quote from Ben Kenobi. And it's very I feel it's very appropriate for this week's topic. <clears throat> it is Mos Eisley Spaceport. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. Thank you, Uncle Ben. And thank you again all for listening. Make sure you share out on the social media that you're listening. Share with all your friends. Make sure you subscribe to the show and rate the show. Thank you very much. Have a great week.